When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming up on this week's episode of What She Wants, formerly the Ask Women podcast, we have Adam Galad in studio, or not really in studio, on the floor of my bedroom <laughs> with us. We also have Chuck, who is a longtime listener and supporter of our show, which is awesome. And we are discussing how to sexually escalate in a non-creepy way. Adam gives a couple of really good lines and tips that you can use with every person that you interact with. Plus, we also dive into how to handle a woman being emotional and help her find you more attractive through the way that you help her emotionally. Anyway, keep listening to the show. It's going to be awesome. What She Wants. I have no idea what our show is called. I know. What She Wants, formerly known as the Ask Women Podcast. I did an announcement on Twitter. You did? By the way, I'm very responsive to all 300 people. (laughs) (laughs) I know. We actually have like almost 3,000 followers. Really? Yeah. But I never never tweet on there. I know. But then when I do tweet, they respond. Oh, well, good for them. So they're just sitting waiting for like months and months. Why won't they write to us? That's like what they're doing for dates, too. They're just like sitting and waiting and waiting on someone's response. And they're like, hello. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so <laughs> I'll go out with you. Let's go for pizza. Hey guys. So yeah, we're called what she wants. Now we're with a new network called Wondery mm-hmm. and they have a lot of awesome shows and we're still the exact same show. Yeah. Our new name. Yeah. We're switching things. Same up. shitty show. Just new great name. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> I actually got a comment today on the new artwork. Somebody wrote and said, oh, I hate your new artwork. I miss those luscious lips. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is those lips were really appealing. I, exactly. They were eye-catching. That's why yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Maybe it should be what she wants with those lips. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We're still messing with it. Yeah. Anyway, welcome. Happy to have you here. So we have Adam Galad, who is typing away furiously. As I always am. Well, he's my secretary. That's why he's here. Right. He's taking notes. He's your new leader. Right. Adam Galad with us. Who is he's like, I'll fucking kill you. That's right. I will fucking kill you. Well, Adam Galad's been on our show, like, probably yeah, five been a couple times, times. You've yeah. been a lot. All of your advice is really amazing. All my advice? Yes, thank you. My advice. Yes, my advice has been pretty amazing, too. Advice are amazing, too. He's going to be talking to us today about skill stacking, right. which is pretty interesting. Yeah. But then also we have Chuck, who is... Hey, Chuck! Hi! And he's just a regular dude. Regular he's dude, Chuck. Of our show, he wrote to me and said, "Can I be on the show?" And I said, "Yes, of course you can." So I invited him to come to my bedroom. So everybody, write in, as most people do when they write to me. They get to come into my bedroom and they get to talk to me <laughs> and Kristen. Very exciting. Thank you for coming. Well, thanks for having me. Well, you know, what's I'm excited funny. to be in your bedroom. What a better place to come. I wish I knew <laughs> that like a listener was coming on to the show because like I messed up. I look so ugly right now. They're probably like, "Ew!" That's All right, I would like to like. counter that for the people who can't see her. You do not look ugly. Yeah, oh, well, thanks. I just got out of the shower. It would take some that. effort for you to look ugly. I just got out of the shower and put no makeup on. So, oh, oh stop! Oh, uh, stop! It's just I have these luscious eyebrows. <laughs> 
Yeah, I put some makeup too. on too. Yeah. It doesn't help. LA is a tough place. It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. Marnie and I luckily live down the street, so I feel yeah. like we can sneak. I oh, can you, sneak uh, over here and not. You get arrested for walking while ugly now, do you not? In Beverly Hills? <laughs> <laughs> WWLU, man. Well, what's the definition of ugly over there? Because some people think they're good looking, but they are so ugly. Right. <laughs> like the women, Miss California like runner up. Yeah. yeah. Is, uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, if it was up to me, everyone would be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Anywho, so. Who? Today. Yeah. We are going to be talking, let, let, well, number one, skill stacking for sure, but I want to talk about emotional support because mm. you, Kristen, were saying before the show that you had a recent situation with a guy that you had gone on a date with or are dating. A couple, we just have got out a couple times. Okay, a couple of times. So you're somewhat invested at this point because you've gone on a couple of dates, which means that you're interested in the person. Yeah. And so what's been happening that's been a huge turnoff for you? Well, so um, most... Well, so some people listening would know, but um, for people who don't know, I just, um, my other podcast, the Mentally, Mentally Chill um, just still podcast, which is still going on, um, my co-host um, took her own life uh, the other day, the other week, a week ago, um, and it was incredibly traumatic, number one, because we she was amazing, number two, because we sit and talk about mm. depression mm-hmm. for our podcast every week. And so, I mean, I've never been this close to suicide before, but let alone in this scenario. So it's been very strange and very sad. But this guy that I've been semi just going out with, um, he wrote to check, he wrote several times to check in on me, which has been very nice. A lot of people have checked in on me, but he made sure to check in on me, which I thought was very nice. And then, um, he said, you know, um, let me know, you know, if you want to do something to keep your mind occupied. And I said, well, going to the movies cheers me up. And he was like, oh, he doesn't like going to the movies. And so he basically was like, oh, well, my doggy can't go to the movies and I want us to be, us to be with my doggy so. or something. And I just was like, wow. my dog. His priorities are straight. Yeah, very straight. Very clear. Very clear. And wow. you live in L.A. Like, you have to go to the movies. That's what this whole bit. He works in the movies. Right. So, I mean, that doesn't even matter. It's that I was going through something traumatic and he wouldn't, for one night, sacrifice what he likes to do right. and which is part of relationships it is sad right. you know you do have to compromise any relationship whether it's a love relationship it's a dating relationship it's a friendship relationship at some point in time you're going to have to compromise and sacrifice your needs for somebody else's right and so i mean this has been what four weeks two weeks right. three weeks four weeks i don't know i'm not dating i have no idea <laughs> i don't know uh i sleep my life away right. but if it happens this early could you imagine like Five years in, 20 years in. No, that, see, so that's interesting and I, for people to understand that that's where your brain is going right. to. And that's what a lot of women do. I would say right. a lot of men do that as well, depending on where oh, they are totally and true. what they're looking for. Absolutely. But you do look to the future. Okay, well, this is this is a red flag that pops up. This is how you act in this situation. And you barely even know me. Right. This this should be when you're putting on your best face. Right. And so I just instantly right there was like, okay, there's zero future with us. Yeah. Um, and but next. You'll still date it. Well, I mean, like I said, he's got a nice car and it's a convertible, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hot. I mean, it's hot out. Yeah. You know? You need your tan. You need to get a breeze in your hair. Right. I get it. So, yeah, no, there's zero future. Well, Adam, can you explain that a little bit from, like, a man's Explain side? which aspect. Just maybe explain why he was a dick. But, uh, no, but understanding what this is doing to to person as a woman. Right. Why it's such a turnoff for her. Well, he, right, so a lot of people know me from my work in dating, and, and uh, I got married uh, a year and a half ago. My interest has really been in relationship skills because I realized I had gotten really good at dating. 
But <laughs> wow! Now you're in a relationship. It's a total yeah. switch. Yeah, I'm the um, opposite. So. Yeah, so I decided to make that really my 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 passion and my focus, um, and start something called the Smart Daters Academy. We'll talk about that. And um, and what what there's a there's a great book called Wired for Dating, Wired for Love, both amazing books by Dr. Stan Tacken. And he says that wedding vows should really be: Do you take this woman? And all her disappointments and frustrations and her exes and her wounds and her terrible parenting (laughs) and her fears and her lack of trust to be your wife. And both ways, by the way, because when you encounter everyone is everyone's fucking wounded. And this is something I resisted for so long just to not, you know, just come back for a second. Just from a point of view as a guy. But like in the whole like guy, masculine, get masculine, be a great guy, you know, be an alpha guy. All that kind of stuff is all about like personal power, showing your power. And it's exactly the thing that that undermines relationship. You know, as Brene Brown says, we we bond through yeah. vulnerability. We're, sorry, we're in a rainstorm right now. <laughs> we're all showering together. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think the great day to show up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in my bedroom, and we're showering. So there's some noise. But there's, we, Marnie's getting her house washed, so we have. And that's not a metaphor. <laughs> no. <by the> way. <laughs> Even though we're in her bedroom. I wish it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm painting my house. We've got a new house. We're selling this house. We're painting it. Oh, it's supposed to come yesterday. Uh, I know. Horrible. Yeah. Anyway, so, so, yeah. Emotional so like, rainfall. Emo- emotional. Well, it's really beautiful. Emotional rainfall. Emotional range is a great word here. Because what, you know, he's, he's in dating phase. He's, he's putting himself first. And uh, Dr. Stantakin, Wired for Love. He talks about how we get wired as children. Um, it, either insecure, avoidant, or anxious attachment styles. Like we're really afraid of attachment. We tend to see ourselves first in our culture. In relationship, if you're not putting the couple first, right, then you're, you're going to kill your relationship. You've got to, there's got to be this kind of third character. Now, you're not up to that yet as people, but he's showing like a gross lack of empathy. I mean, you just had a suicide. Yeah, yeah. And he's talking about, I can't take my dog to the movies. No, my doggy. His doggy. Dog. Well, first of all, he's gay. Know, That's he your first problem. Your like first that. problem is he's gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's just establish something. But what's, What kind of dog? Uh, like a pit bull mix. Okay, he's not gay. Okay, he's not gay. Okay, he's not gay. Yeah. So, no, right. yeah. so you got, I mean, look, that's, that's a horribly unempathic thing to say. Yeah. And the thing is, men especially are not trained to be empathic. We're not trained to show vulnerability. I always talk about vulnerability within strength. But Brene Brown, I call her Saint Brene Brown. She's like the most amazing teacher, person, professor, says that, you know, she says that we actually bond through vulnerability. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. When In any movie or any book, like when as the character sees someone... Uh, show their vulnerability. That's where you fall in love with them. Right, right. right? Not when they're beating up people. So there's some, something nice. Guys, we like to see guys being skilled. But it's those vulnerable moments that we actually fall in love with each other. Right. Right? So you showed an incredibly vulnerable moment, and he had no capacity yeah. to empathize with you. Yeah. Which is a really bad sign. Convertible, no convertible. Yeah. <laughs> so how, how does, like, how do the guys who are in our audience, how do they show empathy if they don't actually have You learn it. This is my whole thing. So this is my whole thing the last couple of years, uh, the Smart Daters Academy, because what I realized is that it's like, it's like taking the basketball court and saying, I can do a free throw. Like, I know how to walk up to a girl and say hi, right? Or I know how to do banter. Or I know how to show confidence. And everybody looks for skills. But it's like getting on the court with the Warriors Right? And like saying, I can throw free throws, I'm going to win this game. No, you got to pick and roll. You got to shoot from the outside. You have to have a full set of skills 
to be in a relationship. And I've learned this the hard way, folks. This is not me speaking from a high box. I don't think learns this the easy way. No. Well, yeah, right. Until you wake up. And it really was a huge wake-up call for me, personally. Um, but we don't learn these skills. We don't learn how to de-escalate conflict. We don't know how to validate another person's being. Right? Because what we, he needed... As men, you're saying? No, we as humans. Yeah. As it, there's, no, there's no training academy until I created one. Because there's skills. There are actual skills that work that come from research, that come from university research professional psychologists, that the right thing to say at the right moment will change everything. So what he could have said at that moment, and these are one of the skills, is, wow, I get you're really hurting. You know, what can I do to support you? How much would you love him in that moment? Oh, my God. Of course, right? Or once he realized he made a dick move, and we all make dick moves, um, you know, there's a great, there's a phrases that change everything. So a phrase he could have said is, wow, um, I'm getting the sense that how I'm responding is not helping. You know, how can I respond that would be supportive of you? Yeah. And you would fucking love yeah, this guy. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, the doggy problem. Right. I didn't. So I didn't respond, and then like hours and hours later, he called me. Yeah. Because I think he sensed that it was a dick move. But when he called me, it's not like he then tried to backtrack and say, "Let's go to the movies." He just was like, just chit chatting. So it's like I think that was his way to try to like reach out, but he still didn't offer the movies. We ended up. I did because I'm lonely and trying to keep my mind busy. We did watch a movie at his place. Okay. But, uh, you know, he didn't. And I, that's what sucks. He didn't that. make that proactive move no, to say, what I can I do to be a great partner? Without saying right. anything, because I don't want to be dramatic. Of course, that's horrible. You know? yeah. I don't want to be the yeah. girl who's like, you didn't say, you know, you'll take me to the movie. So I just was like, Fuck Can I just say, what you're not doing is standing up for yourself. I know. and that's You're not being that, that dramatic girl. You're actually standing up for yourself right. as a human being. Right. That's yeah. a great point. Yeah. Yeah. And then, take moves. Like, hey, it's, it's, good to, like, it's good to apologize. But then after the apology, like, hey. What's an action? I'm a fucking guy. What's right. an action the I can action take? Is, it's so cliche, but actions right. really do speak louder. Oh, words. God, yes. I've so learned much, this. So much louder. Yes. Well, the thing is, is that women are quite emotional a lot. Yes. <laughs> so, how, how, speaking how as does a, a man, and I want to get to, to Chuck and, and his situation. Oh, it's a fantastic well, but, um, question. How does a man work with women and be empathetic fantastic. without being a bitch? And babying and always walking on eggshells. How does a man do it? Yeah, Yeah. it's easy, actually. Well, it's a skill set. Again, it's a skill set. So it starts with um, pulling your own ego out of it. And I call them the most important word in a relationship from all that. And I've read like... 300 books over the last year. You know me. I'm a little academic crazy. Okay, I'm reading one book right now. It's literally like I've given my life away. And I'm like, I want my life back. Well, well, yeah, it's like that. Well, I have a hot tub. I do all my reading yeah, in the hot tub. Oh, I really you do. Need a hot tub. Yeah. I re- do all my reading in the hot tub. Yes, oh, it's fe- I, I would drown. Yeah. yeah. Me too. I'd be like, boring. Uh, well, um, so, so one of the one of those important, I call it the most important word for relationships is the V word. Vagina. Good guess. That's number two. All right. So. Vacuum, vacuuming. Vacuuming. Men, men who vacuum. Men who vacuum is very sexy, yeah. especially with Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Um, no, it's actually validation. So um, let's take a big step back. So we, we all live in our heads, right? Especially guys. We tend to live in our heads. And we're just kind of always measuring, are we winning? Are we losing? Where are we in the world? We're not really thinking about are we loved or not. We're just thinking, how are we doing? Am we winning? You know? And we yeah. kind of interpret... Winning is love. We're wrong, but that's how we do it. So when someone comes to us with another feeling or especially a rush of emotion, guys get really afraid because they don't know how to handle it, right? It's like, what if this person is feeling something? Therefore, and this is like the reptile brain, she's doing something wrong. Something's wrong. I have to fix it, right? And so the validation word is, and I'm going to give, these are magic words, by the way, and I, and I just got to tell you, I've been using them, and they've helped me massively. These, these phrases, these mindsets really change everything. So the thing to say is, wow, I really get you're upset, and you have every right to feel that way. 
So you're validating her feelings. Tell me more. So what happens? Like, how that did you? Feels nice to me. And when I'm, I, that I'm, I'm watching your face, right? And it feels nice to say it because what happens is it's it's all biological, by the way. It's all it's all neurobiological. So when until when you're in conflict or she's coming at you with emotion and there's upset and chaos and you're just living your bonehead guy day, you know, thinking about sports or whatever, you know, um, and she comes at you with emotion, it feels like a threat. So what happens is she's in fight or flight, you're in fight or flight. Adrenaline's flowing, cortisol's flowing, and you're in fight or flight. Guess what's going to happen good? Nothing, nothing, because you're biologically not in a state to make anything better. So what you have to do is lower the cortisol, lower the adrenaline. So what you do is, wow, I see you're really upset, and I get that you have every right to feel that way. That's the first thing you do. And then what happens? Then those, those hormones start going down and the good hormones start coming. The bonding hormone. I could see it literally on your face when they said the words. And you said you weren't even upset. Because we, everyone's running around. No one feels validated as a human being. Right? Everyone's always in conflict with each other. Try to make each other wrong, especially when you're in a relationship. Hey, I was married 17 years, first, first round. I got married really young. And you're kind of always jockeying for that little moment of like, oh, is she going to use this against me and that kind of thing. It, it'll kill the relationship. Yeah. So the first thing to do in the situation is, to, is to, for him to say, wow, I really get you are feeling you know, and, uh, terrible. And even if you process differently than I would, you have the magic, magic words. You have every right to feel that way. Doesn't mean I agree with you. Doesn't mean I like how you're behaving. I, it, by saying you have every right to feel that way, that's me saying, well, based on your upbringing, your hormones, your life, your parenting, the movies you see, the friends you had, the exes you had, this is where you are right now. You have every right to be that person. You are that person. You're not wrong. Let's deal with that. Let's deal with where we are right now rather than what I think is right or wrong. Most guys will look at a woman's emotional flood, for example, and try to make it wrong because that's not how we would do it. So these are like switches. Oh, yeah, and these are little switches that you just make that just utterly change the tenor of conversation and really create bonding and love. Well, what are some signs that a woman is in an emotional state? <laughs> <laughs> oh, plates flying at your head. No, but even the Screaming. Other things, <laughs> other things are, are like the beginning. Oh, tension. Oh, I call it getting fined. All right, yeah. so it's like getting fined is like worse than being put in jail. Getting fined. Um, honey, I, I want to talk right now. I don't want to talk right now. Fine. All right, let's let's go to the living room and watch TV. Fine. Okay, I'm getting fined. Something's wrong. So another key principle, and this is hard. This is work, right? I like to th- think of it as skilled play, but a key principle based on the 300 books that I have read over the last couple of years. Okay, um, no, it's not. No, I've really. It's, this isn't me. What I'm trying to say is this isn't. This isn't me. Like this isn't me giving my wisdom. I've really done the research. But the things that actually work to keep relationships solid is um, instant care and repair. Like, don't let it go. So if you're upset, force it. Force the issue. Say, hey, really, we need to really talk right now. How can, and then the question is, how can we do it so that you feel okay and I feel okay? Sometimes you can't. Sometimes you need to take 20 minutes. It takes 20 minutes for the hormones to lower. Go take a walk and calm down. But you can't let it linger. If you let it linger, you'll be damaging the relationship. So it's, the cranberry song. The cranberry song. Yeah, so, so go at it with compassion, but with the right language so the other person doesn't feel threatened and you're actually building love rather than killing it. Yeah. Well, I, I, I noticed that for me, and I've been reading about this recently as well. Oh, I did read. Oh, so I do. Wow. There you go. Without right. a hot tub, too. Speaking of bragging. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, I have to Wait, I'm sorry, in LA, reading is bragging. I, have, oh, it is. I, want, I read this book. I once had a girl, literally, I'm not kidding, say to me, she goes, Oh my God, that's so sexy. I'm like, What? <laughs> she goes, You're reading. <laughs> I'm like, I'm from New York. Everybody fucking reads. Like, yeah, like, you're like, I will use this. You should go on to a college campus. You'll be so turned. I know. Seriously. Well, Only in LA. I'm sorry, but I do have to make a Seinfeld reference. Yeah. In, that, in the Bizarro World episode, 
Elaine meets other guys that are like Jerry, and she's like, they read. And she's like, I read. And she goes, books, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Like, he reads, like, magazines. Yeah, I don't read books. I read other things. But so in one of these articles that I was reading, one of these articles, um, it was talking about one of these blog posts. when women get overwhelmed and yeah. flooded with yeah. their own emotions, they yeah. start to pick yeah. at certain things. So yeah. if you start to notice that either the woman is picking at you or picking at other things around her, that could be a beginning sign sure. that something is about to explode. Yeah. So if you can, if you can get her at that point. Sure. To lower Before the explosion. Yeah. Hey, baby, is something bothering you? I'm picking up something that's bothering you. Let me and know. Like holding onto a grenade. And by the way, anything you say is okay. That's a strong, that's another magic phrase, by the way, guys. And so what it's, if she says, no, I'm fine. How do you get past Then you say, they say, okay, you know, my sense is that something's bothering you, but that's fine. Um, when you're ready, I'm here. Okay. Now, I the, like that. When you're ready, about you, yes, that, my sense, and when you're ready, I'm here. I'm here. That's right. And that is specifically aimed at someone who's what's called an attachment avoidance, someone who feels threatened when there's too much closeness. Yeah. And that's not your fault. It's just how you were brought up. It all happened in the first 18 months of life. Yeah. So it's just how you're wiring. Oh, it's oh, threatening. Oh, Love those kids. No. Just comfort them. Love them all the time. Here, maybe I'll just play this podcast. For <laughs> my two children. And they'll be, he's going to pick where to live for all the time. Oh, he is. He'll be fine. That's awesome. And whatever he goes for. He'll be fine. We're going to take a quick break and come back after this and talk with Chuck. Because I want to hear what's going on with him, his dating life. And I want to talk about skill mm. stacking with Adam Galab. We'll be back after Hey, we are back. So I know we were talking a lot about emotions, but my emotion is saying I'm very uncomfortable because we haven't given any time to Chuck because he has come all this way to sit on. Oh, uh, you North Where'd you come from? North Hollywood. North Hollywood. Oh, damn. Like the northernmost? Like the Arctic? Arctic. No, no, no. Like the Fairbanks Studio City. Oh, oh well, see, that's, that's really far. Well, the guy, I went out with the guy that I talked about on the show who, li- he, he knew I lived here. He's still for our first date picked a place in North Hollywood. 818? Yeah, even oh, really? totally. I've talked about I, your standards. That's why I walked out. That's area code. I've also. talked about your standards. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, yeah, don't. Anyway, North Hollywood is a trap. It's a trap. So thanks for coming. It's a trap. Thanks for having me. And he was first here, which is awesome. Wow. Too. Anyway, tell us about what's going on with you and dating, and if there's something that we can do to help. I know you've been listening to pretty much every episode of this podcast, so hopefully we've been helping you. But what specifically do you want to talk about? I need help. Because um, Adam will help you. <laughs> Like I mentioned earlier, like I'm good in the relationships. I mean, I've been in like an 11 year relationship in two oh, years. Damn. And, yeah, I know, right? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not. Like, well, it was great. It was great for 10 years. That's good. And it was great for two and a half years. And, um, and so, like approaching, and there's a little gap which I'll come right back to. But like the dates and the relationship, I think I'm pretty good on. I mean, it's been a while, but um, but as far as uh, kind of creating that. I don't want to say chemistry because that kind of gets into everything. Um, but it is. That's what's it important. is. It really is. Yeah, it's um, chemistry. And as Marnie talks about in the F formula, not to like show for Marnie. Nope. <laughs> what other programs? To answer your question is how to be a man women want. Yeah. What's the other thing that I bought? Um, and so you start uh, one of the pinpoints that you, one of the gold points that you mentioned is uh, creating desire within her for you. And so it's that kind of transition that I don't, I'm not very good at, and like the actual like asking for the date, which um, I did like. I want to hear what Adam um, So how do you create that chemistry, that spark, that 
charmingness that makes her because I can talk. Louder. Sorry, I just yeah, no, no. I mean, I can talk and I can joke and no, I, can I see that. that. You're, You're very interrupted. interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you. That's so funny. So where, where is that difference between being able to talk and have a conversation with somebody? Well, it's nice to have something to say. Nice to have something to say. <laughs> so yeah. I assume you do. So I w- look, I, I got into this whole. I know I can see it, but I got into this whole game years ago. I remember when the game came out in two thousand five, was it six? <laughs> and I'm like, wow, why, why spend all your time trying to develop the facsimile of social value, right? When you can actually fucking develop social value. And do cool things. Crazy idea. <laughs> and, like, learn cool shit. Right. I mean, that changed my life. I mean, because w- w- the funny thing is, like, so I got divorced in two, 17 years ago. And uh, I had no idea how to date anyone. I had two little kids, just like, you know, some people. And um, and uh, and I just, you know, I just hadn't dated since college. Yeah. And I'm 39, right? Yeah. So, anyway, so I figured all that out. And I, start, and, and, when, and I was trying to learn everything. And I was reading a book on Tantra in a, in a coffee shop, by the way, great thing to do. And I was innocent. I was just doing it because I was trying to figure out how to have sex with people okay, I didn't so know. when you were reading, which is sexy, uh, number two, t- Tantra. Girls came up to me. These girls came up to me. What is that? I've heard of that. I'm going to show you. Like, look into my eyes. Right. Let's have sex for four hours. But the, and it really was, it was, and then I started doing cooler shit. Like, I, I started going to South America, did crazy ayahuasca stuff, went to Burning Man, and suddenly I was interesting. It would change my life. Utterly change my life. Utterly change my life. Yeah. I think it's a great idea, actually, for grief. By yeah. The way. Oh yeah. Yeah, really? absolutely. It can be scary, but yeah. Yeah. Um, have somebody good, but um, but I started doing because I want because first of all, I had two little boys, and I, here I was. I wanted to be like a guy. I wanted them to admire me, and I wanted to be interesting, and I also wanted to live my life because marriage was a little tough in some ways, and so I started doing really cool shit, and I had stuff to talk about. So when that's part of the skill stacking, you know, yes, you have to know how to approach someone. You have to know how to banter a little bit. You have to have a roll with her test, which is great and fun when you don't have your ego involved. But then you also actually have to have a life that they're interested in. You know, you want to do cool things. I mean, it's gotten to the point where I just, I tell you, I just got back from Sicily. I took 20 guys on an adventure tour to explore what is it to be a lover of life? What is it, you know, we did, we can go into it later another time. But like, that's what I do. I, I want to live this life while I have it. So if you have a passion for life and you're actually interested in something, women want to be, they want to look up to you, right? Women will either look up to you or... Or look down on you, you, right? And so the only way they're going to look up to you and be interested in what you have to say is that you're filling your brain and your body and your soul with exciting, cool shit. The guy mm-hmm. that I had been chasing for seven months, that's why I was so into him because, like, every weekend he's somewhere new. Yeah. And to me, it was like opening up a whole world to me. Yeah. Whereas in my old relationship, it was like I wasn't being shown a new world. So I found that so attractive. Right. Which I think most most people in general find that extremely Yeah, invite her into your cool world. Going yeah. On. Our, my, one of our close friends, Scotty. We used to call him the mayor of Venice because he just knew everything that was going on. He was always invited. He was always included. He was always going to all of these things, and he just knew what was going on. People instantly loved him and found him attractive. He was gay, but like men and women found him attractive. Well, I met him. Yeah, he met like everybody. He stayed with you. Oh, I slept with him. Right, exactly. I turned gay. No matter what, that personality is extremely appealing. So Mm -hmm. let's like let's try and. So what's the yeah? What's the thing? What what point does it get hard for you? Oh, it's that uh. Transition. Turn, transition. Turning it sexual. I mean, like, I'm I'm an interesting guy not to honk my own horn. Uh, I mean, I play drums. I, like, I love you, jazz. You win. You already win. No, you play yeah. drums. Okay. You don't have to, like, start climbing mountains and doing a million no. things right. to be interesting. You can still be interesting and still be a normal human being that, you know, goes to work, lives their life, not going crazy, but can still be passionate about things. Right. So, bumps, right? So, how do you get sexual? That's the question. Right. Okay. You just whip it out. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's what they, that's what I that's it what is funny because that's a question. You take it out. Yeah. Yeah. He took it, a good Seinfeld reference. Okay, right? go. I'm not listening. I like I like the Seinfeld. Wow, literacy. Yeah, I love Seinfeld. Wow. I started crying the other day when I was thinking about like you having people from Seinfeld and like that world being like on like on your show if that oh, ever happens or anything. Yeah. I was like, well, when? I think Jeff Garner when that ever happens. Podcast, which is which is one step closer. You can get Jason. He's not doing anything. Oh, I totally. But no, I saw him in real life, and yeah, he should have asked him. He was um, he was really like you can tell like down on himself. He was like. Yeah. Um, Paul Giamatti gets all the roles that I Ah, that's true. Yeah, that's like, so wow. sad. Yeah, oh yeah, he was very like yeah. emotional about it. He was giving a talk at this little theater, but like he was Aw. too good. That's why he was too good at Seinfeld. Yeah. He was too good him for life. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. So how do you get sexual? Great, it's a great question. But that's like a big question people are asking right. lately, and a lot of them think it is. It's about they think that it's actually saying sexual things to get to being sexual with a woman, but. I want Adam to answer. Oh, well, yeah, it's funny. I, I develop my own stuff because, you know, I, I have this whole thing called the bold. Like, my whole thing is, like, live a bold life. My boldness code, that's Bold oh, Life yeah. Academy. That's what I'm all about. Like, live straight. Bold means not that kind of straight. But it means, like, live directly. Right. Don't, you know, uh, fart around, kind of manipulate don't on one side. Don't around. pussyfoot around. Don't dickfoot around the other <laughs> side. Right? Like, but, like, don't be, yeah. t- like, aggressive and horrible and disgusting and gross. Right, 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 like, hey, you want to suck my dick, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is what you're saying. <laughs> Louis C.K., <laughs> by the way. It says, oh, yeah, every time you walk up to a girl in the bar, the only thing you really want to say is, right. is, right. is, is, uh, is, can I fuck your face? You know? It's like, it's like that's really all you're thinking. Right. But you have to have the small thought, right? right? I love Louis C.K. I love that. God, he's so awesome. funny. Can I fuck your face? <laughs> so, so what I started doing, because I didn't know how to do anything, right? I've been married. So I would just, you look, so, okay, a couple things. One is you create a sense of couplehood. You have to create a sense of safety and excitement. Those are the two things, right? So uh, you create a sense of couplehood. So one thing I started doing, because I was so used to being in a relationship, and you are, is I would just like reach over and push a girl's hair behind her ear while she's talking, or just take something off, you know, take a yeah. lint off, as, but nothing. You don't make a big deal out of it. It creates that sense of couplehood. If yeah. there's no lint there, bring your own Bring your own lint! <laughs> I once took on a, I once had a beautiful waitress, uh, blonde, and she had a black sweater and she had a long blonde hair on her. And as I was ordering, I just took it off her sweater, folded it, and put it in my pocket as I was talking. Right? So you don't make a big deal. It was so funny. Murderer. She thought it was hilarious. <laughs> So, can I have a lot in your hair? <laughs> I didn't ask. I didn't ask. It was just like the, it was See, that's nothing. Bold. Yeah. And that oh. could go one way or another. And it, right. that's the risk of being bold. That's exactly right. Yeah. Thank you. And, Perfect. So, and you can never know which way it's going to go until you, you do it. So, that, so here, I, here, here's the, like, the instant method to like get sexual or not get sexual. It tells you what. It's so easy. It's so stupid. Okay. So I, I was at a conference in Vancouver. I met this really cute girl. And uh, we were talking outside, and everyone was going back in, and she was really cute. And I just looked at her, I did the hair thing, and I said, you're really beautiful. I really like you. I'm going to kiss you. Now, how easy is that? What happens after you do that? You kiss. Well, or well, you Well, you wait. I don't know who slaps. No, you no wait. They mace. Macing is the new slapping. Um, so, <laughs> they no. Like a rapper mace. It's like a, that they're equally as bad. Yeah. Three <laughs> things can happen. Oh, no, not mace. Yeah. Right? Three things can happen. Right? She said, she could say, no, you're not. It's happened to me. Right? Or she could say, I don't know, which sort of yes You know? Or she could close her eyes and pucker up. She closed her eyes and pucker up. I pulled her into the courtroom. They have those in Canada, as you know. They don't have them here. Um, and they we don't. made out. <laughs> Nobody has coats here. Oh, right. It's 100 degrees. <laughs> 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 
Um, anyway, and that was it. It was it was the easiest way to like find out how a woman felt. Sometimes they'll say, "Not yet." It's fine, great. And then you just roll on, no big deal. But at least you've put your stake in the ground. Yeah. I'm a guy, you're a girl. I feel sexually attracted to you. You're beautiful. I want to kiss you. It's honest. It's well, not as honest as I would. The have guy that I was chasing, <laughs> and people remember the story. He did that to me the night that we went out. Yeah. He, he, I was kind of feeling anxious and nervous because I thought he was really cute and he said I want to kiss you right now and I was like oh not in public and he just took my chair and pulled me in and just started kissing me beautiful it was the best kiss moment of all time it was a movie essentially It's so, so funny because on older episodes, since Chuck was listening, he would have said, I would hate that. I would never. Uh, oh, of course I would have said that. You, you, uh, you, breaking up, you breaking up with your boyfriend was the best thing to happen in this what, oh, yeah. show. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Now I'm like, my well, Angela Christie. Pathetic sexy episode, but. Yeah. Anyway, so to make it better, you can get divorced. So exactly. And let's be really, <laughs> let's, let's be super, super <laughs> let's be super honest. Just to go easy on the guys, like girls will be, uh, you know, one way one day and one way another day. Right. right. So like, you don't know. I couldn't. I maybe yeah. didn't like him, and he would hold me on. And I'm like, whoa. Well, he might have had bad the Chemistry was right. Right. You right. know, there's always something that could go wrong, but it's that risk. You could have been hormonal. Like seriously, yeah. women are more so horny. Is that helping? Right. Like, so in the situation that you've been in, where you're like, ah, I don't know how to move this to a more sexual place. Would something like that be helpful for you to be able to do? Or is there something earlier on where you're trying to get a gauge of whether she would be responsive? Earlier on. Okay. So you I mean, do, right. I'm just like, do you pepper in kind of a little more subtle um, yes. sexual? Okay. Absolutely. Well, innuendos. Out you door and innuendos. Um, so, like, little sexual things. Well, just comments on, you know, th- there's ways to comment on her beauty. So, I have a thing called the sexy sandwich, which I love, used to doing before I was in a relationship. I love the names of the things. Yeah, well, I'm a writer. <laughs> so, the sexy sandwich is you just sandwich in that she's sexy. And this works so well. So, if you were the woman and you're like, wow, you just turn to her again, you know what? I really like you. You're sexy. You're really funny. I'm really having a good time. And you just get the sexy thing in the middle, and they're like, what? Huh? That's what? Kevin Nealon from, from SNL. It's like a subliminal message guy. Oh, so <laughs> funny. <laughs> he'd be like, talk, he would just be at dinner. He'd be like, you know, this food is really good. Have sex tonight. And like, totally, then I, you know, do my work tomorrow. You know, like, That's an extreme like sandwich. Yeah. But, like, that was so That's funny. really funny. I didn't know that. But, yeah, no, so you kind of, like, get it in there, so to speak. You know, you say, like, you're really funny. You're really sexy. I'm really enjoying talking to you. This is going great. You know, yeah. Because I mean, it's almost like wait. It's, then you're not friends. You say it so subtly, but it's there in your brain. All of a sudden, it's almost like you put the word "sexy" in my brain, but I didn't even know that you exactly. actually said it. Exactly. Then what are you looking for after you do those things? So, how do you know whether or not she's feeling those things, same things for you after you make those statements? Well, again, you watch for response, but the, my response is, is the direct kiss. Just say, "You're really beautiful. I'm having a great time with you. I really want to kiss you, or I'm going to kiss you rather." Yeah. I'm going to kiss you. On the floor, on my ankles? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't even provide you with a seat on the floor. Oh, I have no body fat. Oh. <laughs> Show off. Uh, seriously, in LA, that's like. <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse. It is. And so, something like that, would that yeah. be comfortable for you? Yeah, absolutely. And it's done. It's not. A, you're not. You're clearly not a creepy guy. Like you're very comfortable with yourself. So a lot of guys feel because he has no body fat. But a lot of guys feel creepy you saying something like that. But well, is there a slower way to do this instead of being as bold as you are? It's so not about slow. It's about coming from a, like a genuine place. Like you're really beautiful. I I really want to kiss you right now. Yeah, you're just not being real. Because you want to get some ass. You're actually saying it because you actually think it. Even yeah. though maybe you do want to just get some ass. Of course you want to get some ass. You always want to get some ass. But you're not doing it to show off to your friends. You're not doing it so you can prove to yourself you kissed a girl tonight before you went home. You know, you're yeah. doing it because you actually there's a human being in front of you who's beautiful, who's charming, who's lovely, who's sweet, and you really want to kiss her because you actually like her. 
Yeah. Yeah. I can pick. You can picture yourself doing that. Yes. Okay. So let's let's practice saying the phrase. Ooh, can I watch? Oh, no, can I watch? Can I watch? Who's yeah. volunteering? Wow. <laughs> what happened? I said, like, how would you work that into a conversation? You guys are having fun. You're laughing with each other, and then you would say. Oh, you want me to repeat what he said? Yeah. Or in your own in your own words. <laughs> and then Kevin Nealon came right back and I went there, but I'm not going. Um, I feel bad for you right now because I wouldn't want to do that. No, but yeah. it's uncomfortable. You it's terribly uncomfortable. Really? Because I've done it so many times. It's so it's like it's, it's like eating cereal for me. Practice. Yeah, pra- yeah. You don't have to practicing, and that's practice, what we're doing practice. right now. We're practicing making these statements so that when you do get into the moment, the transition seems a lot easier for you. So I would say we'll do it. Do it right now. Um, and then when you go home, if you can practice a couple of different variations for yourself based on the situations you've been in, that you think a certain type of sentence would you know, flow much better, practice doing those things. Practice before you go out on your dates. So just in case you do end up in that situation, it'll come out of you much more naturally. Because right now it probably feels weird and scary and uncomfortable. Yes, it does. Because even for me to say it, so I'm trying to think of I would I will flub the wording, mm-hmm. but I would say I'm having a great time with you. I think you're super sexy, and I'd like to kiss you right now. But like I had to think about it. I'm like I'm I'm hypnotized. Well, no, that was really good. She said it into my eyes. She was like, now I'm saying like you can create your own version. It felt uncomfortable for me to say because I was thinking about what to say. But if you say it more often, you practice. it, you'll come out. Yeah, like hey, you're really funny. We should have anal. I really like you. But I really you like you. Thinking. The truth is, okay, we've gone on this date. We actually get along. In the middle of the date. Yeah, right in the yeah, middle. I like yeah. you. Land and early. Click. Yes. I get it. I like you. That's, you're saying the truth. That's what you're, you're You're putting the truth out there. It's honesty. That's what's bold about it because you're saying the things that you're not really supposed to say. Or, I mean, you, in my opinion, you are supposed to say them. You should be saying them. But for most people, they're like, you're not supposed to say that stuff on a date. But these, that's why it's sexy and attractive because you're a man who knows what he wants. Like this, I like this. Yeah. If she goes, you know what? I'm not really feeling that vibe. Cool. Fine. That's cool. That's yeah. great. Young and sister. Her. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, or you could use that to your advantage. So. So would you also apply this before the day while you're kind of making? No. Yeah. You're practicing During the day. it. You practice doing it beforehand so that it's fresh in your mind. Got it. And so, you own it. So I. This is a book I read, Cyber, Cyber, I did use Cyber, to read. Cybernetics? Cybernetics. Psycho-cybernetics? Psycho-cybernetics. And that, a lot of it is about uh, mental rehearsal. Yes, absolutely. So, and this is what Yes, yes, yes. By the way, absolutely. But just me, let me underline yeah. that. Absolutely. There's a book called Wired for Love because you literally rewire yeah. your brain. So by rehearsing like in psychocybernetics, yeah. you, you're rehearsing your brain. You're just wiring it so it's the most natural thing in the world. What is psychocybernetics? Because it sounds like a nerd in his basement going online and like hacking. I know. It's a book that is that American football teams make yeah. their players read every it's, single year. Yeah. Golf players, football players can read? People. He was a... Ha! I'm out of here! <laughs> yeah. So he was a, he was a plastic surgeon. Yeah, he was a plastic surgeon who changed people's noses and stuff and saw like huge changes in personalities once there was a plastic surgery done. And he was fascinated by that. Like their brain shifted because of how they were telling stories to themselves. So it's all about what are the stories we tell to ourselves. Yeah. 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 It's really interesting. This is a way to tell a new story to yourself. So we could have people like, you know, for better golf swings, actually mentally Mm -hmm. rehearse going through... The golf swing of every right. second of that swing. So okay, so my my guy side is like going, all right, dude, come on, step up, yeah, let's hear yeah, it. Yeah, now it's your turn. <laughs> um, you can do it. Close our eyes. No, make it easier. Now actually make it worse. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, this is great. I, I'm having a really great time at your podcast. And you're super sexy. You guys are making me very comfortable in this super uncomfortable place. And uh, thank you for having me. Mm, that's good. And you want to kiss all of us. Yeah, kiss all of us. You forgot the part. And I want to kiss all of us. Really enjoy talking to you. You're super sexy. I really want to kiss you right now. Cool. Um, I absolutely will. Not for Yeah, and you, you've heard I'm it. listening to this podcast yeah. again. Um, and so, like, my question is: before you ask for the date, that interaction, how do you like turn? Oh, okay. So before you're on a date, how do you turn it up a little bit? Right. Okay. So that there is some sexuality being. Right, so, there. yeah, and, and then, then you ask for the date, and then the date all happens, and everything happens after You're asking the banter and the playfulness. How do you start... Turning that sexual chemistry about... Well, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. We had Trip on the show, oh. and we talked about... Was it with him that we talked about these things? I, I was remember. reading that article. Anyway, it was an article oh, yes, yes, that yes. I had read. Um, that was giving, like, little, you know, bantering tips of how to be playful. So it was talking about, like, nice guy and... Teasing. Guy. Teasing. teasing. Oh, yeah, teasing. So, I mean, you can start using some teasing as well to just throw some excitement and sexuality into there. Um, but one of the examples that was used was, like, a nice guy, if a girl said, my favorite movie is Pretty Woman, and a nice guy was like, oh, yeah, me too, I really like that movie. <laughs> Whereas a bad boy would say, really, Pretty Woman? You're such a girl. So that there's something, like, playful in place. It's teasing a bit. It's, it's creating. It's another bold statement. You don't like that. It's just such a girl? Yeah, that's, like, making girls any negative. But, yeah, a, high, a highest esteem woman would walk out. A, a younger self. woman would respond to A that. younger woman would respond to that. Yeah, it's a younger, right, low so esteem. A low esteem. With an, an, a high esteem woman. If they said something like, my favorite movie is, uh, is Pretty Woman, my favorite yeah. movie is Pretty Woman. Okay, so let's see. You're such a prostitute. What? I, I, yeah, that's that's a great. Oh, so that, that's great. Was that like a was that like an employment training movie for you? Right. Yeah. Is that were you looking for a new career? Yeah, that's <laughs> you know, and with a wink. You yeah, know? totally. Yeah. So you look but for the that's fun. Also a different level of intelligence and wit. So it took me a while to come up with that. Yeah. Like, if I came up with that in a second, you you prompted me. Well, you prompted me. Yeah, I, I was the alley-oop. Uh, here's a funny thing to say. Like, like, my girl is hilarious. Like, we saw uh, what was it? The Minion movie. Yeah. And she looked at me and she goes, "That was a great documentary." <laughs> you know, it's like just like certify, you know, have right. fun. Right. You know, you yeah. say that was a good documentary. Yeah. You know, and just you have to do it with a straight face. Yeah. So there and, and it's good to prepare these things sometimes. Well, let's say know. you don't have, you know, the writing skills that uh, you have and the extreme uh What'd you like about skills. it? What'd you like about it? Well you're pretty no, funny. I mean not ever listening well, to Well thanks coming from you. A he's asking about how to take it to another level where it's it's playfulness with the person. That can escalate to, you know what, I want to go, I want to take you out. And really, that, to, be, yes. to be honest, you can just apply everything that Adam's been talking about with the conversation. Say, you know what, I really like talking to you. I think you're sexy if you want to throw it in there. But I don't know about throwing Ahead it of time, no. I don't know about throwing it in there. Did you talk about online there. dates like we haven't met yet? No, he's talking about meeting no, in person where you guys are like chit-chatting in person, on the okay. street. Or at the grocery store or you just met through friends. Yeah. And then you want to transition it into, I want to take you for dinner. Yeah, you and your dangerous boots. So that's how you do it. So, for example, I've got, I have to, I have to like pull this stuff back up now. But yeah, like so. Yeah, like so. What my favorite thing to meet women, the best approach I ever came up with that works for everybody is if you have a drink in your hand, it helps. You walk over and say, "Hey, give it here. We're celebrating, right?" So they naturally will click glass with you, and they'll say, 
What are we celebrating? We celebrate. What are we celebrating? We're celebrating, right? right? right. The we, right? right? So what are we celebrating? So, and the first time I did it, I said those bitchin' boots, right? And she was mine. I mean, like, boom. That's sexual. It wasn't sexy, sexy, but it was, I noticed something about her. Or I said those dominatrix boots. Well, let's say you're right? not somewhere where you have a drink. And you can, you can. It's so much easier, right? I know. Like, <laughs> where are we? Don't talk to anybody outside of the bar. <laughs> But but you could say like but you like you could say like wow hey I'd really love to take you out you and those dominatrix boots of yours you know which could what be if t- he's wearing heads well then the, you and those, those you and those little <laughs> hippie you and what's it called you and those little uh, little hipster kids of yours you know make that's teasing oh, that's so you're not saying it's not it's not like saying you're such a girl which is. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's right. like you and those little hipster cats. You also and and I give credit to Dave Wagan, our buddy Dave. You know, he's like always look at what what is she wearing? What's happening? What's happening in the moment? Play with what's here. You know, like, like you and you bring you and your. Uh, I'm looking at him by the way. Bring in your little ripped jeans so I can see those sexy knees of yours. You know, like look, see what she's wearing. What is she trying to show? Yeah, you know, what is she emphasizing? See, I, I don't like the the sexy knees of yours, but I do. I like, like his knees. <laughs> oh, I see. But I'm like, yeah. like I I like that he's. That sentence of you and your clothing yeah. shirt, you and your ripped jeans, like those things, it's a, it's like you're including her. You're noticing you something. It's what specific. It's you're noticing. Her. No, it's not noticing something. It's like ah, uh, I don't even. know. You can even say you and those cute time. little one-liners of yours. You and your, you know, you and your cute. If okay, say she's wearing like yeah. what do you call it? mascara? Like you, you and that, you know, Britney Spears mascara of yours or whatever. Yeah, you know. What's that doing for you? Like it's not like it's like like putting you down or making you feel feminine. Like what is it? It's um, I don't know how to explain what it is, but I like it. There's something I like about that. It's not playfulness. It's just it's possessing in a sense, because your consciousness is possessing her. Like you've taken her in, you've seen her. And you're like, yeah, yeah. Maybe. it's like putting arms around her, you and all of you. Yes, that's what yeah. it feels like. Yeah, exactly. It feels yeah. like I feels like I can be dainty and feminine when you say that. Oh, I like that. It dainty feels like, Ooh, um, I like that. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, for me, I don't love that. I feel like I'd be like, okay, you and your assholeness, let's go. Or something yeah. like, I don't, <laughs> Great, I'll yeah, bring it. Yeah, but then you would, but that <laughs> would be my response, and then I mean, we would probably have more banter, and then right. I would like that from that point. Yeah, but I feel like, I feel like it's. Um, but in terms me, of stating that he's trying to be sexual with you, as opposed to just like let's go hang out, of course it's better than yeah. Than that. And I'm not going to downplay the fact that it doesn't work for you, but I think like his response to you calling him out would be what would get. Would, yes, yes. Oh, let me give oh, you a great, can I give you a great example? Yeah. Can I give you a great example? And look, this is boldness. Like, there's always that edge of are you, are you being asshole or not, right? right. But when you're bold, you got to try because yeah, without yeah. electricity. Everything's dead. So you got to try the electricity. Sometimes it's going to backfire. So when I met my girl on our very first date, I may have told the story. Yeah, you have. I have a salt. I love it. With yeah. the salt. It's oh, such yeah. a great story. I so I'll tell it again because it's hilarious. Because like, she was all. Oh, please. Yeah, yeah. 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 She was I'm all. take a break really quickly. Oh, right. Back oh. Because we've got to take a break for okay. 20 minutes. And then we're going to hear the salt story. All right. We're back. Right, I just ah. threw some salt Okay, so we're talking about like when are you bold when you're an asshole? It depends on how she feels about you, basically. Right. You know, yes. that's the yeah. truth. Like if she likes you, you're bold. Right. If she doesn't like you, you're an asshole. Right. So um, this first date, a very beautiful woman uh, became my wife. And, uh, and she was very prim and proper, and I'm not, clearly. And, uh, and she was answering me very prim and proper. It turns out she works with families and stuff like this, so she has a professional demeanor. <clears throat> so she said, pass the pepper. And I held up the pepper, and I've been a dad for a long time, and I go, and I go pass the pepper... I just written a book about confidence, never take an order on a first date. That's so, great. so she goes. I go past the pepper, and she goes, uh, "Now, motherfucker." Yeah, and I'm great. like, and I'm. I looked at her. I'm like, "Wow, 
you just got really interesting. Right, right, and right. she said she liked me at that moment because I didn't like, <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry, I, you know, right, which right. all guys always do. Right. I'm like, wow, you just really got interesting. Right. And it was on. Yeah. So you got, you got to try. You got, like I said, if, there's no, if you don't try those bold electric to jabs teasers, there's, then it's, it's just dead. Yeah, the risk is bigger. Yeah. And so that, that yeah, the reward's bigger with risk. Absolutely. But that, that's what we're hearing here is that you have to throw in some of that teasing into the interaction to get it to that place where you can then say, that was awesome. I want to take you over to dinner. Yeah. Because like, that's what you're seeing. You're seeing their personality in those moments. So what uh, what was it again that you can say? You can take note of what was the phrase that you said about like oh you and oh you great and I want to tell you yeah, we have to be demeaning but you bring yeah you come out with me you and those bitching boots yeah. of yours okay. you know so that's it's, something you can practice I like, love that I love boots can you tell I love boots <laughs> I love boots though I'm bitching boots bitching but I don't know if I was wearing really nice boots I, I feel like it sounds like very 1970s oh, I am very 1970s well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I mean yeah works for if you're with a millennial don't if you're 20 don't use that. Phrase. I'm not hitting a lot of twenty-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. But I'm given up. I'm done. But you, yeah. but I'm I reformed. Guess you did date a lot. Of <laughs> I did a lot of twenty. Oh, no, I know. It's true. I know. Yeah. But if you're oh, your wife, she's 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 she's, she's a woman. She's a woman. Okay. Whoa. So, she's, she's so we don't talk about these. No, we don't talk about your ages. <laughs> no, he dated with a lot of really hot women so obviously yeah. you know the bitching boots yeah they're bitching boots it's kind of retro you have that you have that retro sheen I'm totally on the 70s show right exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm Ashton Kutcher I hope exactly so does that help absolutely yeah, yeah? oh okay. can I throw another thing by the way and, and again you don't say hey I'm really having a good time with you you're sexy um, you're really funny yeah. yeah but instead of saying sexy take notice I, you know I've said things like you know, there's something really graceful about you for someone who's particularly graceful. Uh, you know, you're really. You have to know your audience. You have to know your audience. Talk to who she is. You're really luscious. What? Yeah. No, there's another Seinfeld reference. Awesome. Grace. I love that. I don't have grace. I don't want. Uh, grace. That's right. But some women are grace, graceful, and they and they, you can tell that they, they're. I always say, sing to their idealized self. Like they see themselves as graceful. Some I might say, well, you're really luscious. I might say, a woman with great lips. You know. Right. Depending on who she is. And you have to make sure you're saying it to the woman with the big lips, because if someone <laughs> to me, you're very luscious. I'd be like, I'm you're, like, you're, you're, and you're really gummy. Yeah, yeah, I like your gums. So, I can so see I'm them so right through your lips. Oh, <laughs> This will happen on dates. Yeah. You'll say that one thing that triggers it. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Well, I'll say so. My neighbor across the street. <laughs> nice gums, by the way. I, I, I hate my gums. They're hot. Stop they're, it. They're hot. They're they're they hold, they hold your teeth in. They're pink. I don't know. Yeah, they hold your teeth in. I love it when they just hold your teeth. I'm going to tell you about my neighbor, but I want to get to some questions from our listeners. Okay, so here's one question. I think it's all the time we're going to have to answer this one question. Dear Ask Women Podcast, now what she wants podcast uh what should i do if i like to be alone but i don't want to be single for the rest of my life i like the parts of being alone where i can just do whatever i feel like whenever i feel like without having to check with anyone else first however i wish i had someone in my life to go to parties with and have sex with and just hang out with on the rare occasions when i don't want to be alone do you have any ideas on how to deal with these seemingly incompatible seekingarrangement.com yeah okay. this is not a con girl this is him basically saying i want my kids and eat it too or whatever right. Right. he wants cake and is that the phrase yeah well, I want a cake and, and lick it too yeah, yeah lick the frosting I don't know about no that. yeah I mean this is exactly my brother my brother's been single he's saying he's now. he wants it when he wants For him. it he wants it when he wants it and <laughs> yeah. it's like sorry it doesn't work that way it's like you can't you can't say, you know, someone wished for height. It's like you can't be tall and short at the same time. Right. Like, because I want to be short so that, like, I'm easy to kiss as a girl, but I want to be tall so I can be a model. Right. You know, like, you can't have both. 
So that's cool. I never heard that. That's really cool. Advise, yeah. I'm very good at analysis. <laughs> so what do you advise for him then? Just don't get into a relationship? No, you have to get into a relationship and realize that it's not going to be exactly what you want. She's not going to... That's what's been going on when I was chasing the dude for seven months. I was basically his convenient girlfriend. I was there when he wanted someone to hang out with, and I literally didn't exist. When so how did. does he do what that guy did? Well, well, it's not going to last. He can have it. He can well, do stuff like this. Well, he seems to be okay if it doesn't last. That's what it sounds like. He's okay. He you find a pushover out. girl who has no self-respect, mm-hmm. and then it'll last for six months, and then you move on and find another girl with no self-respect. Donald Trump method. Yeah. yeah. Cliff's like, bingo. That works for yeah. me. Yeah. So how does he get that? Uh, go on Tinder. <laughs> or plenty of fish. But that's what I'm saying. Like, the thing is, is that I think for Cliff, you can have this all the time because that's what dating is. You're not saying that you're looking for a relationship. You're looking for companionship. Just please be clear about it. Yeah. But please exactly be, don't lead women on. Don't destroy Yes, and that's the thing with the other guy. He was yes. not clear about it. Well, yeah. he did get clear eventually. I feel like he but was it took a while at the beginning. No, he was clear. Yeah. yeah. You're right. I'm delusional. Ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> and then he was saying, ah, yeah. No but, that's, no, but the difference was he was clear in his words but not with his actions. Yes. So he would say yeah. one thing and then treat me like his I've been girlfriend. guilty. Of, I've been guilty of that. Yeah, Absolutely. and it's confusing to a girl because what well, a girl what the girl wants to do is believe yeah. believe the actions. That's I want to believe the moments we're together that they're real. Mm-hmm. And I forget about the words where he says, I hope you find a guy that treats you well. Right. You know, like you as a girl, you for you erase those things. That's true. And you well, look to the other things as the truth. So let me ask all of you something. So then if a guy is hanging out with a girl and in his head he's like you know I really like to be alone but I enjoy people I enjoy hanging out with them I enjoy having sex I enjoy going to fun places and I said to this woman I don't want anything serious isn't that him not being I skating? had I had this exact situation I met a woman a young woman and uh, and I said right in the beginning you know like I totally don't want a relationship this, you're really she was really funny and she said great neither do I and that was like great it was fine I'm open totally open Totally sexual, fun, da da da. So once I went to Austin for something, came back, and um, and she went through my texts that night, and she got what? started. Sc- yeah, well, that was the end. Yeah. So she started screaming at me, "Who's this girl?" You know the pictures, and she says, "Who's this girl?" And I'm like, "She's awesome." She goes, and I'm saying, "Why are you mad? We have a totally open relationship." No, it's changed, and I'm like, "When?" when? <laughs> You're my boyfriend. I'm like, "Whoa." I don't remember that meeting. That. Like nothing was ever said, and this was the most open relationship in the world. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, so she had just changed it. So, but, but that's but exactly you were saying. But be open with it. Yeah. And but your actions he, were probably boyfriendy actions, and she was believing but those then actions. Yeah, she was staying at my place a lot and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, the girl has to be smart enough to be able to differentiate. But when you're, no, I, I when agree. You feel with emotional as a woman toward a man. It's, it's true. Hard to, to look at. Around. This is the hard gray area, folks. There's, yeah. there's no clean answer. You have to be as clear as you can, as as often as possible. I got a question. So, mm. like during that tenure, during your time, do you kind of regularly check in? I think that's exactly what I'm saying. Okay. You have to. That's exactly what you do. Hey, I'm just want to, and it's great thing to say, hey, I really care about you. I want to really just check in where we are. You know, we have an open relationship. I'm still really cool with that. Has anything changed for you? Okay. That is a great thing to say. This, this is, these are the kind of skills, like how to actually bring up difficult discussions in a way that's safe for people. It's it, it doable. Make, it makes it easier. But the fact that you're bringing up these conversations... Doesn't make it comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Comfortable. Exactly. But actually, it is way easier. I and mean, yes. we live in these illusions with each other and, and tensions and unsaid things. And it's and terrible. Honest, it's hard, but it is difficult for a lot of people to even say these things. Right. Well, there are ways... It's uncomfortable. Yes. And that's my whole change point. Change is uncomfortable. They're, yeah. Yeah. And change there are ways... saying things that could potentially lead to change are very uncomfortable as well. Right. Yeah. But so, okay, I, we don't have very much time left, but I this want to... This is so much fun. You know, we always have a sleep <laughs> with you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, like, like, 
Well, actually, because it would absorb the sound, honestly. That actually is a good idea. Damn it, why are these just... Well, because I just realized how... I just read a book on it just now. Oh, we'll start reading more. Look at you and your books. I want people to find out more about skill stacking, because we don't really talk about it. Okay. For one minute, can you explain what this program is? Yeah, so I've been teaching guys for 11 years, and coaching guys for 11 years. And what I've come to realize is there are fundamental skills for not only just approach and dating, but... Personal development, uh, vulnerability, apology, communication. Uh, what are the traits of, uh, that, that make you really magnetic, not just in the first 10 minutes, but ongoing? And so I've created an academy. It's actually a co-ed academy where I take the best research on what actually works, not just like pop stuff on the Internet, what actually works. And I do a weekly video class so they don't have to read the books because who has time to read all these books besides me? Obviously nobody. Uh, my kids are grown, so I got nothing to do. So I read the books and I make these really fun video like cliff note um, half-hour classes every weekend that just give you the skills that make you effective and magnetic with women uh, from the first second right into relationship, right into the really hard stuff where you're really getting to each other's wounds. And I, I'm really, this is like kind of my revolution for smart dating and relationship. It's like ongoing education. So The interesting thing about what you and I do yeah. is that, you know, we have relationships and we, our job is getting to continuously work and bettering those relationships. Yeah, because shit comes up. have the time to do it. That's why a program like this is beneficial for them. Yeah, and it's fun, it's too. I also put the men and women into a group online, and they talk to each other. So we have, a, we have a weekly discussion. Like this week, for example, the subject is how to apologize. Like, what is an apology? And it's really interesting because most people apologize just to get past the shit. Yeah. I'm like, right, I'm sorry, right? Does that help you? When I say, I say, hey, I'm really sorry. I see that what I said really upset you. What can I do to, so it won't happen again? That's an apology. So there's something called an impact statement. So there's there's like subtleties of how to do these things so they actually work. So that's what I mean, skill that stacking. Has like our Gaga eyes. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God, you're saying all the magic things. Oh, so and good. If you want to find out more about this program, go to wingedgirlmethod.com/smartadam. Slash smart ass. Oh, I like that name. I like that. No. Better than asshole. Adam. Uh, information about the program if you want to sign up. I, I highly recommend it. Yeah, it's you fantastic. My link is Dumb before. Kristen's. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so what did I there? Sexy gum Kristen. Uh, me gums. Sexy gums. Sexy yeah. gums. Yeah. I said dumb Kristen. I did. Oh, you'll dumb. find my gums. Oh, gums. Yeah. Fine. Oh, oh, oh you heard me say gum. Sexy gums. Sexy gums Kristen. And Chuck, thank you so much for making the trek all the way down from North Hollywood to my home, sitting on my floor, being a part of this podcast, and um, being open to doing the exercise that Adam and I for you, because I think it'll be really beneficial for you. The two things. I want you to go home, practice doing them, and then the next time you hang out with women, they'll flow out of you much more easily than I did today. It's true. Like, when I do stand-up, I, I literally have yeah. to practice rehearse my jokes, even oh, yeah. though they should sound natural. And it sounds more natural the more I practice. Yeah. So it's true. So it's practice. like it becomes automated yeah. for you. It's just, oh, it's, it becomes right. a part of you as opposed to something you're thinking through to make it sound a certain way. That's why you can tweak and practice, and that's the wonderful thing about practicing on your own is you can make all those mistakes beforehand and then have the best version possible when you do it in front of another human being. Anyway, you guys are awesome. <laughs> Thank you for being on the show. If you want to write in questions for the show, um, maybe we should change the email address. But anyway, it's still ask at Ask Women Podcast, even though it's the What She Wants podcast. Um, write in questions, and we will hopefully answer them and overanalyze them on our show. New episodes of What She Wants. Hello. So, yeah, I have to practice doing this, and then it'll flow up. 
uh, in like three years, once I get of what she wants comes out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. Don't be a loser and download individual episodes. Please subscribe so that it can automatically go into your funnel and you can listen mm-hmm. <laughs> every single week. We will see you guys next week.